Welcome to Nerd Canon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. And tonight we are welcoming special guest Sam. Woo! Hi, Sam. Hi, Hi Sam. Hi, Sam. Sam is a uh, fellow teacher nerd. And um, Sam, who do you think of when you think of the next generation of nerds? Oh, um, probably out of potential grooming, my own children. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's probably a big push from us. Yes. And they play D&D with daddy. Yeah. And in our downtime, my children asked me to quiz them on math facts. So yeah, I was a math teacher. <laughs> Can you explain where your life went wrong that you ended up as a math teacher? <laughs> oh, it hurts our feelings. Where? <laughs> That's no. Rough, man. To be 100% honest, up until I started my college career, I was totally going to be an art teacher. So. Yes, you are very artistic. And Sam also reads as much as any librarian I know. So that's probably why we're such good friends. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So my son just came down begging to set his alarm later so he could read more. He didn't want to go to bed yet because he was at a really good part in the book. Oh, that's the that's like the total that way to scam yeah. staying up late because mm-hmm. no one can – how do you want to resist that? Absolutely. Um, All right. So let's uh, crack into it. Paul, do you have a bad synopsis? Sure. I don't know how accurate it is, but you can tell me how how badly my... Perfect. Let's hear it. Ready? Ready? Okay. I'm so ready. Teenage girl overcomes detailed delusional fantasies to teach parenting to her own inept parents. That's pretty legit. (laughs) So you you came up with that after just watching a couple of these. I love it. I watched three episodes. Great, great, great. Um, So that's right, folks. We're talking about Clarissa Explains It All. Clarissa Explains It All was on Nickelodeon. It debuted March 23rd, 1991. It ran for five seasons. There were 65 episodes total. It was created by Mitchell Kriegman, starring Melissa Joan Hart, Jason Zimbler, Elizabeth Hess, Joe O'Connor, and Sean O'Neill. And I put all of their names because they're like literally the only people in this goddamn show. And this didn't have any uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so not really surprising, I suppose. So, Paul, what was your experience of this as a kid? Yep. <laughs> That's why Sam's here. <laughs> so, Paul, like, didn't you didn't have the, thing, the cable, so you just no, never... No, I was a, not a privileged child. I had no cable. Oh, privilege. And, so privileged. Uh, yep. And... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know this was the thing until we started this podcast. You were like, oh, this is the first one I want to do. And I was like, what yeah, the hell like, are you talking about? Yeah, we have about? to do all like the Snick and Nick. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? So, um, so Sam, what about your experience of Clarissa? I think at some point in my lifetime, I have seen every episode. When I first started watching it, I like legit had to sneak it. As my mother was not impressed with her snarky attitude. And oh, my gosh. Lo and behold, look who she ended up with. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're an angel. <laughs> Definitely an angel. That's super funny because I think it's really benign. But anyway, I watched it a ton. I was like a total Nickelodeon addict. And I think I remember it being part of SNCC, but I don't think it was. I just think it was on then. And so I just watched it all the friggin' time. Is there a, what's SNCC? SNCC was Saturday Night Nick, the way that like TGIF was on. 
Uh, like so snick was like and it was i'll have to look it up this is the thing i should already have looked up but like are you afraid of the dark all that i feel like roundhouse i think the sitcomy things weren't really part of it one of the episodes i watched had like a thing for snick in it yeah because it was somebody's you know old vhs or something right 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 right. oh that's super funny (laughs) okay so i have two trivias and a lie you guys ready super yes (laughs) paul's gonna be great at this the only (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so um, Sarah Michelle Geller was a guest star as an annoying neighbor. Melissa Joan Hart auditioned for Blossom around the same time. She waited for a call as to whether she would play Clarissa or Six. And one of the staff writers was Suzanne Collins, who would later go on to write The Hunger Games. No. What do you think? <laughs> you guys can puzzle it out together. You can answer separately, whatever you want to do. <laughs> I can totally eliminate the second one. That's totally true. That's the only one that I sounded true to me. In line for both. Bla- the Blossom one? Yes. yes. Six was Blossom's kooky friend? Yes. Fun fact, growing up, everyone compared me to Six because I also had a brown bob and I talk very fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller. Mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Geller, Blossom, and Suzanne Collins. Those are your three bullet points. Hmm. I have no idea. Do you remember Sarah Michelle Geller? Oh my gosh, that's a long time ago, guys. <laughs> that's the point. no. I, I have to go with Suzanne Collins on this one. I feel like that's a stretch. All right, I'm 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 on board. I'll go with the expert. <laughs> Final answer, you two. Sure. Yes. You're wrong. It's Buffy. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I know. Isn't that bonkers? I like oh, literally I saw photos of her. So Buffy wasn't on it, but Michelle Trachtenberg was. And Michelle Trachtenberg plays Buffy's little sister. Um, So that is why that's where I like. Because I have a hard time coming up sometimes with these so that I sometimes extrapolate from real things. So that's, that's where good. I got that's where I got that one from. So and but but to be fair, like she was acting a lot at that time. She was on, I think, all my children. So she was like already acting. How I was trying to think of how old she would have been. Like, is that the right age? She's would a she little been- I think she's like slightly older, because like, well, no, she's probably around the same age because Michelle Trachtenberg was younger than them, and Michelle Trachtenberg played her little sister. Hmm. Mm. Anywho, so she, yeah, so Michelle Trachtenberg was one of the guest stars that was on that like ended up becoming kind of famous. And the other kind of guest star that we might recognize is uh, James Vanderbeek. So, yeah, you remember that? So that was her first on-screen kiss. And they showed her some headshots that she could pick, like one of the (laughs) the guy that she was going to smooch. And literally out of the headshots, she goes, I don't really care, but like not him. And she said, not James Vanderbeek, and then that's the one they picked. So nice. <laughs> so I feel like that was cute. Up their alley, though, like with the way they write and everything, I feel like they purposely went right. after which one she didn't want, and then and then make that be yeah. <laughs> right in two thousand or yeah, two thousand fifteen. Kriegman released a novel, Things I Can't Explain, which serves as a sequel, uh, where Clarissa is in her late twenties and trying to navigate life as an adult. What? I And that was almost one of my things because I was like, I love the fact that we would just have this like guy write from a 20 year old, like <laughs> woman's perspective. Like that just sounds delicious. But anyway. Can you still buy this book? I tried so hard. So I didn't want to like buy it, buy it, but I was trying really hard <laughs> to like get it from the library or like find, you uh-huh. know, a copy somewhere. And I, um, I did not locate one in time, uh-huh. but it is like out there in the world. Like it is a I, thing. 
I read that there was supposed to be a reboot. There was supposed to be a reboot, and I don't think it happened. I don't know if it was pandemic-related or... They had also tried to do, like, a spinoff. So at the end of the series, they pitched a pilot to, like, another network, but it didn't get picked up. So despite... This is another sort of patriarchy one. Despite extensive background in theater and performing arts, <laughs> Hess later recalled Kriegman advising her that she didn't need to use her very big range as an actress and that he cast her because he thought she was a sexy mom. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so, Did you convey that to the costume designer? I <laughs> because, holy shit right like yeah we'll get to it we'll get to it um for sure <laughs> so it's jumpers jumpers are pretty sexy yeah. right are they i mean there's a lot of yeah so as sam and i were talking about at lunch uh this was the second sitcom to premiere sam do you know what the other one was hey dude hey dude oh man <laughs> What? It's a little wild and a little strange. Oh my god! <laughs> that was teenagers on a ranch, working on a ranch. Dude ranch. Yeah, dude ranch. Paul, I'm gonna make you watch all of these. So yeah, hey dude. Um, they started around the same time. Also, welcome freshmen and salute your shorts. But this one ran. Shorts, I forgot about. Oh my god. That. I love salute your shorts. So this one ran longer than all of them. Clarissa did. The concept of Sam climbing in Clarissa's window removed the need for him to interact with her parents. So it was just a decision that they made to like get him into the room to start the scene faster. The famous ladder that he uses to climb into her room was only three rungs high. Uh, they weren't on the second floor. <laughs> they were just on a set. Yeah, so he had, to, he had to like lay on the ground and then get on his knees and like climb, like pretend to be climbing up every time. Which makes He's me like a manic pixie dream boy. Yeah. Is that, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Hey, as a child of the 90s, did you not just like wait for somebody to close yes. the bedroom window. Yes. Yeah. What was, what's the other show? Yeah, every show. A lot of them. I feel like I was missing something Scream. from my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on the first floor and nobody ever crawled in my window. Yeah, it's not real romance unless someone's breaking and entering. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, in the final episode, Sam finds out he's accepted as the first male student at an all-girls college, and in real life, Jason Zimbler, who plays Ferguson, ended up going to an all-girls high school. <laughs> I watched that episode. Did you? Clarissa has posters of They Might Be Giants because they were Melissa Joan Hart's favorite band at the time. The slang term OBKB became popular because of this on the show, and I completely forgot. No, it didn't. No, but I remember it. It, I absolutely remembered it when I heard it. OBKB? Yep. What does that mean? It's like, okay, but but ridiculous. But 90s. Yeah, but 90s are... Uh, those are my fun facts. How was our uh, How was our rewatch? How was Paul's first initial maiden watch? <laughs> I couldn't watch. I wanted to watch the first episode. I couldn't find the first episode anywhere. Oh, but... I watched. I I I bought the first season. <laughs> 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 I get sometimes I get sick of trying to search around and find YouTube clips, so I just mm-hmm. suck it up and buy it. I watched no TV and the bully, and then I watched the last episode. I watched no TV as well. And uh, what were your thoughts on that, having never uh, <laughs> seen it before? I mean, it was sort of like, you know, when you go to Chuck E. Cheese and the animatronic things put on a little show, mm-hmm. that's, that's what it's like an animatronic TV show. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad summary, <laughs> actually. Sam, did you get to rewatch any? What'd you, 
Um, yeah, you know what? I don't think it struck me when I watched it as a kid. Like, they're a very limited cast. Yeah, yeah, like, I think so too. And I'm like, wow, like, I don't know, I guess I... And no, like, no different sets. Yes, yes. Well, they did different... So she does these, like, fantasy things, right? Where they yeah. go... But I was like, wait, it's all just them again. Yes, even sometimes when she's imagining stuff, it's just her family. It's just her family. Yeah. She had a super detailed Murphy Brown parody fantasy in the yeah. last episode. Oh my God, that's really All the Murphy Brown funny. people, they were all, like her family was playing all the different Murphy Brown Murphy people. Brown. Forgot I didn't even that remember that that existed. And I was like, what? Murphy Brown? I feel like, so I wrote in here that the sets are mostly her house and she's often like telling about the action that happens instead of them showing it because they don't, yeah. it sounds like, you know, she's like, so homecoming happened. And I was like, it did? Like, and I think it's because they just wanted to make a super cheap show. Cheap. It's cheap. Do you cheap. think that super like it had cheap. to be uh, absolutely what it super was. Super cheap, right? You paid five people and you had one room for your whole set and then yeah. you're done there's right? the kitchen the living room and her bedroom and there's a front porch there's literally yeah. those are the only <laughs> they talk about school a ton but they never show school and so yeah i just i i it just has to be because they were like so we want to make like a sitcom for like tweens and we don't know if for it's gonna $10 be ten dollars a day yeah we don't know if it's gonna be a thing so <laughs> I liked how the bully came to her front door and was like, I'll meet you here next time in your front door. This is the meetup for our fight. Your front door. <laughs> I didn't watch that one. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe they had to keep it simple because um, I think I read somewhere that they spent like 70 hours on one episode. Holy shit. Yeah. So what I read was that the schedule was two days of rehearsing and then three days of shooting. And then they actually, she liked that schedule so much that when she graduated, I guess, to uh, Sabrina. She, she graduated. Um, well, she, I, you know, whatever. Because <laughs> the thing about Clarissa was, I think it was like, it got canceled at some point because they were like, well, you're kind of like getting older and this isn't like the audience that we are going for anymore. Not because they like thought it wasn't good i guess i don't know if they ever thought it was good but the end of the last episode she's graduating high school and she goes to new york to do an internship with the new york daily post oh that sounds about right does she have kind of a weird accent guys just on certain words i don't know there's certain words like think of may like there's just like a there's like a roundness to the vowels and i remembered it from before let's talk about the fashion oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) So you thought you thought Mama looked really hot, Sam? <laughs> well, you know, I I'm just surprised that that's why she was cast for the role and then put in her you know Midwest prairie dresses. Yes, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, many vests. Vests. Vest. Yeah. So, do we know I, where this takes place? They don't ever say distinctly, but fans from different parts, like different comments made, it's like a suburb of Chicago, they think. Oh, well, of course it is. Yeah. Obscure Midwest town. Mm-hmm. 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 Unnamed town. I, when I read like a synopsis, someone referred to her parents as aging hippies, which like, <laughs> I guess because she's like into like health food and he yeah, does like yeah, quirky yeah. buildings, but- they really seem like squares to me. Like, you know, like they just, their outfits and the way they are. I feel like I don't 
really know if I buy that the mom was toning down the acting. The acting is very one it's very one note to me. I don't know if she was really toning it down or that was her range. I don't know. <laughs> like, mm. So yeah, I you know, it was funny what I forgot about it was that like every episode was really just her like fixating on one thing yes. for the whole yeah. time. So like I need to I want this car. I'm going to save money for this car even though I can't drive yet or I have to write this poem or, you know. The no TV one, I think, let's see, I wrote in my notes, I can't believe they dragged this plot out for an entire episode. <laughs> an entire episode. And then at one point she's like, it's been a whole day. I'm like, I thought this was two weeks. Like, yeah. this, you've had costume changes. I feel like the sun went up and down. Like, Yep. Yep. There's a lot of, a lot of fashion stuff. And I particularly liked Sam's hair. Oh, where he used yeah. like a, an entire can of hairspray in on his head. In the beginning, it was very this like like poofy mushroom thing hand, going on, finger in the socket type of thing. Yeah. Did you, Sam? Did you think Sam was cute? Um. Yeah, but later on. Yeah. 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 Hair. He did have the swoop, and that is hot boy hair. Whether or not for the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cute okay. boy hair for sure. JTT. But, I mean, yes, he's the poor man's JTT, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Right? Like, here's the thing. I remember in my head that I thought he was cute, and then it started, and I was like, I'm not sure why I thought that. And then I went, probably because he was the only boy on the show. (laughs) Right. I mean, old Ferguson. And and that was a no, right? Like, on purpose. He is a a software uh, engineer now for Disney. He'd quit acting after this show. Yeah, I, I love all the I forgot, like obviously she her whole thing with like hating Fergus and like the all the different like stupid names and stuff. And it's funny because I feel like you said like you thought he was cuter later on. They both looked way better. Like I watched a bunch of the first season and then I watched like some of the fourth and I'm like, oh, this is what I remember. I remember them looking older. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That I came in more towards the second half of this. Yeah, that must have been when we were really watching it. Did you think her clothes were cool then? I think so. Yeah. I, I feel like oh, I just feel like that's what I use as my Halloween inspirations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's so many layers of pants. I don't remember there being people who wore like tights and then like jeans rolled up to their knee and then like bike shorts all at the same time. Like I don't. Oh, a skirt over top of that. I definitely remember skirts over leggings or skirts over bike shorts. Like, that was a thing. Yes. But I don't know a ton of people who wore, like, stripy sock leggings and then, like, rolled their jeans up. Punky Brewster. Yeah. Sisters are a lot older than I am. So they were more like, I think they were early college at that point. But I definitely remember them wearing, like like the mom style jeans but all ripped and shredded so that you yeah. could see the tight through it oh okay so that's a thing and then right. it rolled at the bottom so that their white puffy sock could yes stick. you had to roll it at the bottom my sister employed safety pins she would pin them oh see i remember when i was a kid and my sister my older sister taught me how to roll my jeans so they would stay rolled like mm-hmm. That was an important why, skill I needed. Why is that a thing? Right, right. Yeah, you fold yeah. and roll, right? Fold, yeah. So, like, if that was a thing we were all doing, not, I didn't fucking do that. If that was a thing people were doing, why did they not just make them that way? Like, why was that it not? It was like people wanted skinny jeans and skinny jeans didn't exist yet or something. So, but like, you just had parachute like, pants back. Take off skinny jeans. Like, where do they get stuck? They get stuck at the bottom around your yeah, ankle. Yeah, like, yeah. Pull them inside out to get them off. 
So if you do the fold roll, <laughs> see, they get stuck everywhere on me. <laughs> you unroll and unfold. And yes, you're right. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just, you're free. Your ankles are free. Yeah. And everyone can see your chunky white socks. What the fuck? Um, lots of vests, lots of vests. And that headband, that commitment to that headband with the bangs sticking out the front really was consistent throughout like most, most of it. I like definitely my elementary early middle school picture. Yeah. Oh God, yes. I I wore some <laughs> I wore a lot of headbands. But I was the awkward kid who had, you know, had bangs as a small person and was trying to grow them out and my hair went down to my butt. So I just had these awkward bangs for like years that were like a different length than my hair and I did the headbands for a long time. Yeah. My bangs started back really far. Oh, mine started at the like, like back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to like grow them out in chunks and the, or they had the little like clippy that you could hold it back with. But headbands. Headbands. Or the headbands yeah. that had all the little clips on them. Oh, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Paul just looks horrified. I have no idea what's happening now. right now. Yeah. So the, but the, the point of it was that the fashion was a real thing and she like the earrings. Like I remember those like big, like goofy dangly earrings but do you know the one color that she was never allowed to wear oh i did i do know this paul did you notice any colors missing from her crazy outfits green i don't know i just green screen no no (laughs) no black i don't know what was it purple really No no purple allowed in the set no purple allowed in the clothing yeah ah why he like made a thing about it what did you read? Who did? So apparently somebody I well, I noticed that there was a lack of purple. And yeah. then wow. it. and sure um, eyeballs. Somebody said that like some mentor to him told him that when you start a show, you pick one arbitrary thing and you make it a rule with no cause and no reason. And so he picked more purple. <laughs> That's fucking bonkers, but that is also what I read. <laughs> That he picked it as an arbitrary thing and then he tried to back it up like he tried to like retcon it and say that it was because, well, she's like, you know, I don't want to do this like gender norm thing. I want her to wear both blue and pink and like (laughs) not purple because that's both of them. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah. But then in the picture that was attached to that article, she was wearing purple. So I don't know. Uh, It was like a part of the pattern that she had on. But. Uh, yeah, like as a power weird. move, like I'm going to yeah. assert my dominance by just yeah. okay. That's ridiculous. I can't believe cool. you noticed that. That's really it's like super impressive to me. Can someone explain to me the the pet alligator or whatever the hell Elvin. is happening? Elvin, I forgot about him entirely. Like, and yeah, for some reason at the beginning, she just has a alligator named Elvis in a baby pool, and then they get rid of him. And I read that they got rid of him because they wanted to show her growing up, which. Well, yeah, because the alligator is presumably going to get bigger and you can't have a pet uh, yeah. alligator in your room. Why? Why? I don't, that just seems like a totally bad idea. Her I think it's because so they dumb. wanted her to seem quirky and cool. And so that seems like a thing. Yeah. So we're going to give her an alligator named Elvis. Yeah. Well, she needed a different pet. It couldn't just be a cat or a dog because she's right. a different type of girl. She's yeah. She's up for herself. And- right. Absolutely. She had those crazy earrings. She needed she needed an alligator, obviously. Yeah, actually, the second episode is all about how she wants to look cool. For picture day, she wanted to do something different, and it was like a whole fight about what she would wear that would get, you know, she would get away with without getting in trouble, but she would still look unique, and that was the whole episode. I don't know, Sam, if you remembered, like, 
the bedroom, like the set of her bedroom, because I feel like teenage bedrooms and TVs, and we've talked about this, like no one's room is actually that cool. But like I specifically remembered Clarissa's. Yes. Well, because there's like the flower print checkerboard. The flower print checkerboard is like (laughs) iconic to me. Right? Like immediately I can picture that and I can start singing the song. Yes. But it, it, yeah, it was like she had this like pink flowered little girl room Mm -hmm. that People are like, or mom and dad are like, no, you can't remodel. We don't, we're not paying for you to remodel. And she's like, well, fine. Then I'm going to paint these nice big black squares on it and make Mm -hmm. it grunge. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was so cool when I was a kid. And then at some point after the first season, she gets a window seat, which she doesn't have in the first season and Elvis is gone. But the checkerboard is omnipresent. She's got her hubcap collection. I wrote down plates. the hubcap collection. Is that implying that she's out stealing hubcaps? I don't understand. What... It seems like maybe people got them for her. Like Sam says, one of them was a gift from him. Oh. Like she does like cars. So that that was the thing. Um, the fucking computer thing. How much of the computer did you guys see in your rewatch? She had a whole. Uh, what, what I don't remember. It was a no TV episode, and she's trying to get computer. She's trying to get her computer to be a TV. Yes. And she's rewiring stuff. She has a whole bale of wire somehow in her room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her I'm mother like, just that doesn't even fit through the door. It just, like, they clearly just wheeled it onto the set. Right, right. It literally would not have fit through her door. Right. I was like, her mom's just cool with this. It's, I mean, it's probably $50,000 worth of wire sitting there in her room. It's like, right. that's what she's going to rewire her computer with. I don't know. Are you talking about when they actually look at the computer and it's yeah. really terrible graphics and stuff? Well, yeah. yeah. Sam, did you see any of the, like, did you see it in any of your episodes? Because in some episodes it's in there and some it's not. No, I don't think I came across any, except when she was, like, sitting at the desk and you just kind of got a glimpse. Yeah. So a couple times she would sit at the computer as though this was going to be the answer to whatever the conflict of the episode was. And she would, like, make a program? question mark where it would be like her dumb little face or Ferguson's dumb little face and it would be like a game version of whatever her like scheme was going to be and my question is first of all computers don't goddamn work that way now they definitely didn't work that way in 1990 whatever but like are we to believe that this girl was able to like code her own games with her own graphics like within a moment's notice to make these little games because i feel like that's not a thing i don't know i learned hypercard in i think middle school yeah i mean i mean i learned html i i guess it just is like it just was so crazy to me because is it most of the show a fantasy though it's just part of her delusion yeah so it's just part of it (laughs) her delusion (laughs) so is this a tommy westfall thing is this all in her mind like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know well at one point sam brings a he they're gonna fight the bully and he's like i brought you a training program and he sticks a floppy into the computer and it's like a fighting game but does it have her little dumb face on it no it's got like you're gonna beat up henry the eighth i think or something like that Oh, sure Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And when I am trying to prepare for a physical fight, I usually use my computer to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. A lot on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Yes. We do learn a lot on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't there in the 90s. 
Right. That's true. We would have. I, I sometimes I'm just like really grateful that all that shit wasn't there when I was a teenager because I feel like I would have done some really dumb shit, or at least posted some really dumb videos. There's a whole episode about her oh, yeah. trying to go to a Pearl Jam concert, which was pretty wow. cool. Yeah, they got like really good seats. Did they show the concert, or was it just her being like, not. I got just... really good seats at the no, Pearl Jam concert. Nope. It was awesome. It was I awesome. rocked hard. I rocked so yeah, hard. performed in her bedroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it came through the ladder, obviously. It came through the window with the drum set and everything. I watched one in season four. Oh, I watched one in season four where she has the computer write a poem and then wins an award and has to admit that the computer wrote it. So that computer just is a... That, no, that is definitely not a thing. That computer's a character throughout. There's one where she's like maybe has this boy hanging around a lot and they throughout the entire episode, the discussion is whether or not they're going to go study. So my question to you two is if when you were in middle school, did anyone ever say go study? Yes. No. <laughs> no. What? Yeah, that was a thing. But see, middle school dating was just your friend said to their friend. Hey, do you want to? And steady right. was sometimes a thing. There was no actual talking between the two people who were going steady. It was just talking between your friends. And then you would sort of look at each other every once in a while across the cafeteria or whatever. And that was dating in middle school. So then, but I think by this point, they're in high school. So you, who were you going study? Were you going no, study no, no, with no, anybody? No. <laughs> Not in high school. No, no, no. No, no one no. was going steady. I've only ever smooched my wife. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Sam, going steady? No? That was never something people said. No, no. I feel like that's the 50s. It did like, create elaborately folded origami letters mm -hmm, and to mm -hmm. our special people. So at least we, you know, bypass the friend chain sometimes. You just flick but, a paper football across the room. Yeah. That's amazing. I never heard that was never a thing either. So the whole episode was about she didn't want to commit to going study with this boy because he said he wanted some commitment out of her. And then at the end, she tells him she doesn't, you know, want to do he freaks out. And there's just much discussion about going study. And also the character that they keep referring to throughout that episode is Kiki Nibbleman. There's a lot of weird what? names. There's a lot of weird names of background characters that they say a lot i noticed yeah. Yeah. so kiki nibbleman what the fuck that's my note about that um and she's all worried about dating a boy because what would happen if she dated a boy and in her little fantasy sequence it was would every other guy treat me like i have the plague and i was like is that a thing like wow yeah also i thought but i did think it was nice like her best friend is sam and it's never like sexual, like they made a big point to like never make that be like a thing. And it seemed like no one cared. Like it seemed like the other, like the boy wasn't threatened by Sam being her best friend or anything. Like that was kind of cool. I, I do feel like, do you feel like she was meant to be different than like the normal portrayal of girls? I think like up to that point with what you would see, um, I don't know, maybe a little Maybe a little more honest representation of girls versus what had been previously portrayed in all the sitcoms. Sure. And I feel like, I mean, unlike the regular mainstream sitcoms are more aimed at adults. And so the kid characters are sort of like props. chess pieces, yeah. more props. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I feel like she is honest. I mean, that's the. Obviously, the conceit of the show is just her telling you what's going on and her, like, constantly breaking the fourth wall. I did remember I kind of forgot about her, like, drawing 
you know, things on the screen or having all those little like icons and stuff like show up. And I feel like now that I remember that it happened, I thought that was super cool at that, <laughs> at that point. Um, I loved the theme song. Can we talk about the opening credits? <laughs> na, 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 na. I thought it was so cool. It's so good. Hey, cool. <laughs> like what? the fuck yeah that, there's like random insertion yeah phrases. just do it <laughs> like, at one point sam in the episode i watched said gnarly unironically he just is like just that's gnarly I'm like wow i can't believe that that was oh, i feel thing. like i said gnarly well yeah in the 90s it just i feel like it quickly went from being a real word Oh, to something a real that slang, we... to something that you sort of made fun of. You said it to make fun of it, kind of. Right, but I feel like he was also like always really a little bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There was one I watched. Was it the TV episode where he comes in? He like rarely talks to the parents, but he was sitting on the chair opposite the mother, and the the, the dad, Fergus, and Clarissa are sitting on the couch, and they're watching this really painful conversation go back and forth between them, and it was just like he's you know. It was very, yeah. he's very ridiculous character. Yeah. So did you ever have as a kid, they did a no TV week or whatever they were trying to do. Maybe it was a day. I don't know. Did they you were supposed ever have to be that? a week. No. Did you ever have that as a kid? We had no, like, I in my house, we had multiple weeks where it was like TV turn off week and no one was allowed to turn on the TV at all. You guys never did that? No, Paul. We need to maybe talk about this a little bit more. (laughs) Did you have to ask for TV credits for Christmas when you asked for your sugar cereal? No, I didn't ask for TV credits. But, like, I remember there being, like, like a thing taped to the TV, like, no TV week or whatever. Like, nobody's watching TV. Weren't you a latchkey kid like me? I feel like my parents would have had to take yeah, the fucking see, this TV. This is when I was younger, though. They would have had to take it away. Yeah, this would be before like, I was no before I was on my own in the house. Like I, I remember, and my sister was probably in middle school by that point. But I remember there being no TV weeks. TV, so, tur- I think it was do, TV turnoff or something. Do you like that. think it was coming from a place of we are concerned about what the television is going to rot our young our young children's minds like do you think that's where it was coming from probably i don't know i should ask my parents where it was coming from but i don't think we watched an excessive amount of tv and it was like oh my god they're gonna i mean i watched i absolutely watched an excessive amount of tv and now i am very concerned about the amount of time that my children spend in front of screens i could see me having no tv time (laughs) Like for but, yourself or just in your house? No, like, just... no, I'm a grown up. I'm already done. <laughs> I'm done. You're done. <laughs> Their little brains are still developing. Right. My brain barely works anymore because of them. I still feel my like. My brain's already starting to rot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's I got mom brain and it's watch. never come back. It's fucking snick. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> I forgot her dad called her sport. I, he's he's an odd duck man. I just feel like the dad doesn't fit in. But does the mom? I mean, everyone's just so weird. They're so yeah, weird they're together. Weird. Like I was also surprised to see the mom smoking on TV. You oh my gosh! See that. She, just, she shows like, up with a cigarette in that episode. But and no she TV. She gets stressed yes. out because there's no TV and everyone's angry. Yeah. And she comes see? with a cigarette. This is why we watch TV. Um, <laughs> but I feel like they both Clarissa and Ferguson went. 
mom, you're smoking? That's weird. Like, they didn't want to say, like, that's gross or that. Because, like, I feel like if I saw somebody smoking now that I didn't know smoked, I'd be like, that's disgusting. (laughs) Like, I would be Um, Yeah, I was scandalized. When she walked on with that, I was horrified. But it was – I think it was just that one time because usually they portray her as being, like, healthy. Yeah, she's she always cooks, making, she's a vegan or she's vegetarian She's always making these, like, gross health food. They were, like, eating lima bean ice cream. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. like, I wonder – okay, so how much of the stuff that is occurring on the show is just in Clarissa's mind, do you think? 80%. Yeah. There, Sam, Sam isn't real, clearly. What? <laughs> <laughs> This is what was the other show we were something we were talking about. This is this is just a Fight Club thing. Like Sam doesn't exist. Oh God, what were we talking about? Where that something else was. Maybe that's why they never have romantic feelings because Sam is just yeah. like, her psyche. Oh right. wow! That's why her parents are super awkward around Sam because he's not actually there. He's her imaginary <laughs> friend, and they're just trying to like. They're just trying to humor because they like they took her to a child psychologist, and they were like, "You have to just go along with it. She'll grow out of it." And she never fucking grow. Oh God, I hope she doesn't go to her college with her imaginary friend. Oh my gosh, that's like the no. Setup. Her imaginary friend goes to an all girls school. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's a setup of a lot of like young adult. Yeah, yeah, no, we can really make this happen. Like, there's a lot of young adult books where, like, they, someone's trying to figure out a mystery, and then we find out that all the people that are have been dead the whole time. Like, that's like the sixth sense like thing that happens. So, like, maybe we find out that he's just. Never oh man, real. sixth sense spoilers! Jeez. Oh, like just 25 dropped years right ago. in the middle. <laughs> I, I, literally, our tagline is everything in the show is a spoiler. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to start spoiling other things now. It's going to be one of our new segments. That's what I'll do. Okay. So we're saying, so it was all made up and Sam's not real. Is that what we're coming <laughs> up with here? Um, Her like overacting in the beginning was pr- very troublesome for me, but I feel like in the later seasons it was not as overdone. Like she figured out what she was doing and she seemed much cooler. I don't know if you guys thought that. I read that her mom was one of the producers and she was always pushing for her to like be able to like get her brows waxed and like look a little bit more glamorous. And they like didn't want that to happen at first. But I thought that was kind of funny to have this girl be the main character and not have her be like traditionally super lovely. Like I think she's cute, but I mean – you know what I'm saying? She had like she's like missing a tooth. She has like you know. She's missing eyebrow. a tooth. Yeah, yeah, she's missing teeth. <laughs> her teeth are perfect now. I actually googled it because I watched like a lot of it, and I'm like every time she smiles, like she's got like a snaggle tooth, like she's missing one, and I don't know if it was like from orthodontia or. Wow. I feel was like she purple? was too it was purple, so they had to make her pull it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> that guy said no purple. I didn't I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, I don't know if it was like yeah, but they and I like saw a comment from her saying like, Oh yeah, that's like, you know, real cute to look back at me with my bushy eyebrows and my like no tooth. <laughs> so There's nothing wrong with bushy eyebrows. No. Paul's very sensitive anytime I talk about anyone's <laughs> eyebrows. You think you're sensitive. I literally paid someone to tattoo mine on, so I don't think you can uh, worry about any eyebrow judgment. <laughs> So, guys, final thoughts on Clarissa Explains It All? 
Okay. I well, is there two... anything we didn't talk about that we? I do want to say in the about? last the last episode. If you watch, did you watch, either of you watch the last episode? No, no. Mm-mm. I watched it thinking, okay, there's going to be this big finale or like the end. It just sort of ended. There, it was just a regular. There was nothing special about it. She's just making a decision whether she's going to go to college or she's going to go do this internship. But then they did these things like, where will we be in twenty years? And twenty years was twenty fourteen. Whoa. <laughs> so do you, do you want to guess who she predicted would be the president and oh, so no. in the mid 90s who did who did the show say was going to be president who in 2014 oprah not oprah no that's a solid guess though <laughs> <laughs> uh they had president chelsea clinton as, oh. as in 2014 so Okay, but, girl power. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I are you asking me if this is in my canon? I, I think mean, that... <laughs> <laughs> do tell Paul. Uh, <laughs> we just set my notes next to the shredder over here. Um, oh. No, it's not like it. No, why, first of all, okay, I, this is not something that I have memories of or right. childhood attachment to at all. So, uh, no. But then, I guess my question is. For you, if you want to explain to me why this would be in your canon. I mean, like, I didn't say that it was, but. Well, Paul why would wants it be? Me to, Paul always wants me to sell him on it as though I lose Yeah, you just sell him on it. This is not going to be in my canon anyway, but I'm curious if either of you would say it well, would be. Sam, what, do you, what do you think? Oh, I don't know. I think, I think there's a good attachment to like, I mean, she like flipped the whole sitcom thing and like 70% of the show was this like made up drama going on in her head, like the silly part of it. <laughs> And not like, and in the background is like the actual sitcom drama. And like when you're in middle school and you're, well, I hate to be sexist, but I feel like when I was in middle school, the dramatic girl in me was like, I totally related. And mm-hmm. I had these spinoff stories in my head. So I don't know. I feel like a kinship for her. Yeah. I thought she was super cool. Like... <laughs> So, but do you feel like now in this day and age that you need to show your boys this? I know. Right? <laughs> right. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So this is something, is it in your, like, this is in my little memory box and I want to go watch it in the future someday for myself? Oh, yes. I could totally do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like on Nostalgia Lane, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I said it. I said, hey, Sam, Clarissa. And she went, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> like, way cool. <laughs> all right. All right. Like, you just, I don't know. So for me, I think I would, I guess I would agree with kind of what you said, Sam. Like, I think it would something, like, I just watched a whole shit ton of it while I played Candy Crush and I enjoyed myself. Like, I'm not saying it was any great shakes and I was like, oh, it's kind of ridiculous. But I did like, I, I think that it was for its time really the only thing kind of like that. And again, for being like a awkward middle school girl that really felt like no one ever listened to her, like I liked that. And I thought she was so cool and she wasn't, you know, she really didn't follow a lot of like the gender norms. It felt like she was kind of doing her own thing. She liked cars. She liked, you know, some of the traditional boy stuff and some girly stuff. She loved fashion. Like I thought that was, you know, really cool. It was important for her to be de- independent. And she was like a nice person. Like she was very nice and like thoughtful about people. Like one whole episode was about her giving her parents a really nice anniversary. And one whole episode was about the Pearl Jam. The conflict in the Pearl Jam one was – attending Pearl Jam or her grandparents' party because 
like, you know, she cared about her grandparents. I actually think I would maybe show it to my girls at some point if for nothing else the theme song is very cool. The like girl flipping the words around and cool outfits. Like I think my girls who love to dress up and shit, I think they might like her clothes or like to see it. I, I don't know if they'd actually want to watch it. And I don't know if I would like press it, but I think I would at least show them the the credits. And I I forgot that shows used to do this because I feel like I haven't watched a show in a million years and especially not one with commercials. But every like intro and outro to every commercial had like a little thing. Do you guys like remember that? Yeah, and that like would padding. be like you'd yeah. be like yelling at your friend like get back, it's on. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> like and I I like forgot about that. You had to run to go get snacks because you had like yeah ninety seconds or whatever there two minutes to go right. get your snacks. You have and... to like pee and get the thing. And, yeah. Um. They'll never understand. They'll never understand. Plus- Pause. If you were taping it, you had to know to to, re, to hit record, so you were cutting out the commercials. Yeah. I never got that fancy. Yeah, I feel like there's like a meme out there, like kids these days will never know the stress or the excitement of, you know, you run in to get the popcorn and your your brother yelling, it's on from the other room. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I liked the little like commercial buffer vamp, I guess. And I thought I, as much as I thought Sam, like in my head, and my memory was cooler than he was in really watching it. I do think the guitar riff when he comes in is really cool. <laughs> I would like a guitar riff of my own when I enter. That would be easy to do. Just put on your phone. Sure. And I got to tell you, though, like the ringtone for when my boyfriend texts me is a guitar riff. It's not that one, but I like it. <laughs> it seems so, like a fail. It should be that one. Well, obviously, it's going to have to be now. But... <laughs> <laughs> So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say like, can I say like halvesies? <laughs> I say halvesies all the time. I know. You could say yeah. halvesies. Would you show it to them and be like, hey, I want you to watch this thing and just see what they, or would you say, hey, let's watch this thing from when I was a kid and you can learn about 90s stuff. Sometimes like- I just try to put shit on and see if they float over to it. So I feel like this would be one that if I put it on, they might get into it. Um, not, I mean, not now. They're too probably too little to care still. But I do think they would like watching her. I think they'd like watching the opening credits. She like bumps the words around. She writes them and flips them around. Like I think they'd think that was cool. Plus, and fanny packs catchy, are back. So. Fanny packs, man. It's a cool song. She's got a cute dress on. Yeah, the outfit she's wearing in the credits is legit an outfit one of my students would be wearing now. Like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought she was so cool. And, like, so cool, like, with her little, like, bare shoulders, but she didn't look, like, trashy. Like, I feel like she looked really cute in that, like, credits outfit. That's not the original credits from the first season, but they don't play it anymore. I think it was similar, but, like, slightly different setup or different outfits or something because she looks more grown up. And so now, like, when you watch the first season, they've, like retroactively put that in there yeah like didn't they used to like she would like randomly like pop into like different costumes like legit yes costumes. yeah i like think she would and then it would like snap and she'd be like a monster oh my god yes right yes like, yes yes the ballerina i remember good memory yes she there was a lot of that snapping for things to happen i can't remember what i just walked into the other room for yeah <laughs> but you remember the Clarissa explains it all season one yeah <laughs> theme song that's super funny um yes also what teenage girl doesn't want to be able to snap their fingers and be wearing a totally other outfit 
like and her alter ego jade in the later season like she sometimes was like, her, wait her alto ego her, there was like one or two times when she was like dressed up as jade some like rock starry type of person i thought like jade persona. was actually a like a neighbor kid or something i saw a little clip with jade in, and that was her mm-hmm. yeah with herself yeah there was one or two times. So when how just, is this show not about her? Yeah, there was her, a, a couple like, times when like herself walked out of the closet and they like had a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that happened in the Pearl Jam episode too, because she was trying to decide what to do, and the, the her version of herself that was wearing cool rocker clothes came out and was like, "So what are you going to do about those tickets?" That just tips the closer to this whole show is a delusion. Uh, like, perfect. She has an alter ego named Jade. So, all right. Well, to sum up, everything you know is wrong, and everything about Clarissa explains it all was in her brain. And yeah. I'm going to go get my kids a pet alligator and put it in a baby pool. Seems safe. <laughs> Seems fine. Should be fine. Might eat the cat. I don't know. They're all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, no, I'm never doing that. My kid wants a bunny, and it's never happening. Uh, anyway, uh, thank just you. Just put a trap out. What? <laughs> Just catch a bunny. Like a backyard bunny? A backyard saying? bunny. <laughs> we have lots of bunny pets. They just live in the yard and eat my garden. I mean, Elvis only made it about four episodes. And by like the fifth and sixth, it was like a stuffed alligator. Oh, my God. You're totally yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Left all together. So yeah. maybe you could just put a stuffed bunny in a cage. You think they'd fall for that? Um, I did buy her a bunny that jumps for her birthday like an yeah, yeah. oh so. that's even better yeah there you go all right go team this is a good plan everybody uh <laughs> sam thank you so much for being here thanks for reminiscing about clarissa with us yes thanks for having me okay everybody needed some help on this one yeah paul thanks for uh <laughs> thanks for nothing uh, no. <laughs> um so thanks for listening everybody thanks to joe costanza for writing our theme song if you want more nerdy goodness find us online we're on twitter at nerd canon on instagram at nerd canon podcast you can email us at nerd canon podcast at gmail.com we will see you again in two weeks with i think princess bride right princess bride i am so princess excited Sam's face. <laughs> i'm so excited for that one <laughs> it's like i came for the wrong episode <laughs> <laughs> we might have to have a couple guest stars for that one because yeah. people are yeah, yeah, yeah. very excited to hear about that one. Oh my goodness I can quote that movie inside and out mm-hmm. yeah we'll just do a reenactment um <laughs> we could pass out lines everybody could take lines oh yeah, perfect could... like a table read yeah. yep. let's do it um oh that could be patreon stuff right because that was my next thing is i was gonna say go check out our patreon at patreon.com slash nerd cannon we could do a table read of uh princess bride what were you going to say, Paul? Oh, I was just going to say we have a lot of good stuff. Sandlot's coming up. Jaws is coming up. That's oh, good yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of good stuff coming up. I feel like this is going to be a summer of uh, really good episodes. Okay, thanks, everybody. Until next time. Keep the nerd alive. Yep, yep, yep. You think you're real funny.